0: Recording, recording. You hit that button. Hooray! I feel like
1: that's a good intro for us. We're hey there. (laughs) Welcome to the in between. Hey there. Welcome to the in-between.
0: <laughs> Man, it feels it feels nice and empty in this room. Spacious. Yeah, yeah even. it's
1: spacious. I'll call it spacious. How are you we, doing this morning, Chris? Chris is getting ready to head to San Antonio with his family. Doxing. On a little... Sorry.
0: You're going to tell everybody where he is. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday morning... <laughs>
1: I didn't say yeah, no I didn't say where, where Chris was, but he's in San Antonio. I'll, all I'll say is that I I told him to say hi to the Alamo for us, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's down there." So I don't think that's where they're going. Now they might be. No. Hey, well. Anyway,
0: hey, um, but if you're listening from San Antonio, you might hope you're you doing might well run well into this Chris Leg at that's a true. local market. All our San Antonio listeners, hey, John.
1: Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing good. How about you?
0: I'm doing good. It's just me and you today. It's just Pals me and you. Out. so
1: we can have as much fun as we want. Yeah,
0: we were talking, we're like, we're going to actually make it fun today.
1: Yeah, because all those fuddy-duddies aren't in the studio with us. Yeah. They're like, oh, let's talk about truth and things that are important. And we're like, yeah, come on, guys. Let's. We want to talk about Doritos. We want to talk about Doritos, which, by the way, um, we still have some Doritos, so we need to yeah. pull them out and let you try them. Hold on just a second.
0: Well, and while while you're doing that, I'm gonna tell you why this morning has well, last night was kind of rough for me. You jerk sorry, Chris. Um, last night I realized that I had an ingrown toenail. Oh. And so I was like, I was up really late. I had coffee late in the in the evening, bad choice. And so I was up really late and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fix this right now. And really? so I used several different utensils in my nail trimming kit to trim my toenail back. And about 4.20 this morning, it was just throbbing. So...
1: there yeah, you got to yank that thing.
0: Well, it was an unfortunate thing. So if you see me hobbling around, it's because I have an ingrown toenail. Did
1: you still have it? You didn't get it taken care well, of? Well,
0: it's really far down there unfortunate Bro,
1: you gotta you gotta i'm telling you uh,
0: we can go in we let we shouldn't talk about this cause it might gross yeah. people out but
1: for sure you gotta well speaking of toenails here's some doritos aha nice segue there um i don't have what i don't have is uh um the original doritos so from, you're, from where you're, like from here oh okay so what you're why not because we ate all those evidently. Come on, you mean But all right. Th- that's not that's not what's special. Okay. I, I need you to think of what they taste like though. My mouth is watering right now. Okay, cool. Um, these are the ones from I'm not going to do the taste test like tell I me could which close one is my, which
0: or here. I could close I don't know which one is which right now. They both have Spanish on them.
1: You're right. So I'm so going to give just... you this and and then I'll tell you where it's from after you eat both of them. So, uh, Paul is like his, his taste buds are really sensitive. Um, I will say like when he talks about like there being a chemical taste to it and stuff mm. like that. That's not that's I don't I don't know if it's just not that's not the word I would use or if he's tasting something that I don't taste. But it's very possible. But what do you taste right now?
0: I tasted a little bit of like a pepper taste. Okay. But not that's, like black pepper.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's like a nacho taste. Yeah, like a nacho so, taste.
0: Like a hatch green chili.
1: Right. When you uh when you taste Doritos, like the yeah. nacho cheese Doritos or whatever they're called.
0: Yeah. Um, Easy cheese. It tastes like fake here, cheese. It
1: just tastes like cheese. Like yeah. Well, I guess you're tasting what Paul is tasting then, this fake cheese. Thing just like tastes like cheese. Right. I don't I don't get that like pepper taste. You don't get the pepper taste like it's nachos. You, have I mean, a, you, know, you must like, have COVID. And it, I get it in those.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> zinged. So all right, now I'm trying these. You must have COVID. All right, now I'm trying these.
1: Where's your mask? At home.
0: <laughs> all right, I'm trying the next one. So yeah, you ta- talk while I go.
1: Yeah, this. So I'm I'm talking in order to mask the uh, crunching sound that he's making. Well, it's really the the crinkle is what we hear. I mean, I'd love to. Now I hear you, Joey. That's <laughs> funny. I mean, we're we're only doing this for Chris. So, mm. so, what do you taste?
0: A little more of the fake taste. Really, I feel like the, I like these more. The okay, first ones. the
1: ones that you like more are from Mexico, <gasps> um, and they were found locally, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, Whoa. Because we. I mean, uh,
0: those taste good. These,
1: oh, oh, these have. Here is the thing: they have a sleeper heat. They have a sleeper heat compared to these ones. Oh, that's funny. Well, also you and, had already tasted the um the like pepper taste, which is in both of them. I think true. Like, I didn't but, have my palate cleanser. But I will. T- I will say that both Paul and Chris like swear by the Guatemala ones being uh-huh. just better.
0: They taste good.
1: Um, They're good, but all that to say, will they
0: be mad if I finished them?
1: I mean. Are they, you can finish the Mexico ones for sure since you really nice. like those. Cool. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna try to save the Guatemala ones for them.
0: Well, I'm not gonna eat any more of them. Well, hey, you're not gonna this, eat any more of them. This right was now. your daily dose of ASMR. ASMR and, um, and taste testing. So,
1: if you, want you explain it, ASMR, so if, if we've you, got time.
0: Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. But no, really, not at all. No, but I will say that if you want us to taste anything else on the show, just especially if you're down in San Antonio and you have some special Um,
1: things, you're you're gonna need to bring it. Well, because we're not gonna go searching.
0: Well, here's the thing: if if someone's listening and they're like, "I want them to do this," we never get. Nobody ever reaches out, (laughs) and so if you reach out, I'll go get it if it is within reason. Tanner yeah, no. Welch.
1: We're not... What I'm did not, Tanner say?
0: Well, I'm just saying, he. I feel like he He is funny enough that he'd be like, oh, I really like these things from... Sweden. That, yeah, that's a, that's a really They're terrible... That, sorry, that was a terrible t- Tanner Welch. <laughs> I, please don't be offended. That's not what he sounds like. Yeah. But all that to say, within reason, he's going to tell me about this. He's going to be like, dude, what the heck? Anyway, okay, so... We're we're talking... Uh, we're having fun today.
1: This we are having a fun, fun day. today. Um, um, so, we, we... Let's get the business out of the way. Business. Business. To well, let first, y'all we're know going to talk about on.
0: business. Business. All right. What's um, the business?
1: The business is that uh, Chris is... Like, he's on vacation this week. Oh, but he's not sabbatical. He's
0: not going to be here on Sunday. He
1: is going to be here he on Sunday. He is
0: going to be here on Sunday.
1: Gotcha. So So, uh, Sunday, um, we uh we're going to finish our series on who we are. Yes. You know, I'm still like laughing at the fact that we originally called this wilderness, but anyway. Um <laughs> who we, who we are as uh as a church, as the church, um and uh trying to make sure that we are um I guess aware of the culture that we are trying to um create here
0: the culture that we're going to trying to create here at south yes, spring
1: absolutely um cool things that are going to happen one of them i'm going to i'm going to save as just a treat a treat yeah it's just going to be a treat and we're not i'm not going to tell you um, but what's going to happen but it'll be during the sermon and it's really cool do i know yeah you know um, awesome you you're very much involved with it so cool um the other the other thing though is that we are going to have uh some time with Track and RFKC. Mm. So Teen Reach Adventure Camp and Royal Family Kids Camp.
0: If what if somebody's listening maybe from San Antonio and they don't really know maybe where or what what that means, can you give a okay. brief synopsis? Royal Family synopsis. Kids
1: Camp and Track or uh, Teen Reach Adventure Camp are two camps that happen during the summer. At an unknown time and an unknown place. We we need to keep the security um um up for these kids. Um the the kids that attend are foster kids. Mm. Um Royal Family Kids camp is an it is a a week long. We'll just say that. And then track is um only a weekend. Okay. Uh, but uh basically we get um these Trained. I almost said volunteers that would have been terrible for this situation because they are actual trained, um, servants, leaders, ministers, um, to go, uh, and they call them, um, like cousins and they've got these, these names for what they're doing, um, and different things. But basically they're, they're there, you know, at camp you had like a cabin with like eight people and, uh, yeah. You know, you hung out and everything You like had that. your cabin and with then your, a cabin your, leader counselor. With your counselor. Well, the cool. counselors at these camps are more like one or two to one. Oh, nice. So it's it's very, like, focused time.
0: Really intentional, really, really personal. Really intentional,
1: really personal. Um, just trying to um, give these kids some, like, I don't want to say normalcy because um, – the the goal is not normal, right? The goal is is for it to be, um. Just that extra good, mm-hmm. um, I guess. But, but it, a lot of times, and and judging from a testimony that both of us have heard already, mm-hmm. um, it just it made her feel more normal. I yeah. think. Um, more, yeah, more I did want to just family. say
0: this. It was I didn't realize that it was like, wait, how long is. So which one is like just a weekend?
1: Track for the older kids. So okay. sorry, RFKC is for younger kids. Okay, and track is for older kids.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And so I thought it was like a much longer deal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the uh, the woman who we're going to hear from on Sunday in the in the testimony. Mm-hmm. I like to hear her talk about and the the emotion that comes with how pivotal and important this was for her life i thought this was much more time um and so i would i mean i well, don't she, know i, she I noticed
1: was, she was involved with it right from the time that she was she was six, six years and old, now she's like in her 20s
0: but i i think i just didn't realize yeah. like that that's such a short time yeah of the year like
1: a, a very small time of the uh, mm-hmm. portion of the year but made a huge impact right on, each of her years, and she mm-hmm. came multiple years. And so,
0: and then, and those relationships
1: they just still exist. Yeah, they just compound, which I
0: think is really cool. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited to hear more about that. And if you're and if you've heard about it and you haven't been involved in any way, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, we need it's there's a lot we can pray for, yeah, uh, for that ministry. And then also, if you feel like we, we need to get involved, but there's a we way if there's leaders. a way to get to get involved too, like. This is, I mean, this is huge.
1: It is, and it uh, like, again, like I've I've heard stories about this as long as I've been at this church. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for twenty, and it's not just years. an our church
0: thing, correct? No,
1: it actually like
0: it's a national thing.
1: Um, it is a national thing. Um, we as a church, uh, and it's it started in our. I'm putting up the air quotes church because it started, um, at. Uh, our involvement, or the the I guess the history of our involvement, mm-hmm. started um, at First Baptist. Okay, um, so, but it has morphed into now. Um, yeah, and and by morphed I just mean like this is the heritage that we Very cool. that we're um, having, and um, people like Sandy Anderson and uh, Karen Nolan, Karen and Ed Nolan, um, Karen especially though because Karen. Um, Jumped in before Ed did. He was a little hesitant the first yeah. year that she did it, but jumped in quickly right after cool. that. They have just um, made sure that this is something mm-hmm. that we are. Yeah, they own it, and it's like it's so awesome mm-hmm. when our members own things because they they own them. Yeah. Um. So it's
0: so that's an interesting aspect of our culture. Yeah. You know, we were talking sure. about culture and stuff like that. Can you unpack that a little bit, and then maybe how you've seen that be different in other churches because i mean you've grown up at different churches and stuff like that how has that been different and how do what do you appreciate as a leader at this church
1: okay here's what i appreciate as a leader of this church um the it's uh, it is tempting um for um like, I, I I don't want to say this wrong you want longevity of staff at your church you want your staff to be taken care of in such a way and to um, uh, be productive I guess in such a way that they stay at your church for right. a long time and I and, and I, that's a, and like, yeah. that is a positive thing if that feels like a weird thing to segue from but I I want to say that because um, there is there is an element of at a lot of churches that there's the membership of the church mm-hmm. and there's the staff of the church. Yeah, and you know there are even some situations where the membership of the church and the staff of the church are at odds mm-hmm. um, of what they think should should be the case. Yeah, the way that. Uh,
0: and do you mean like what's happening at church? Yeah, how things are run. How things, things are, are doing? run? Like okay. What
1: the events that, that are going to happen? Okay. Because you know, again. Um, so there are a few things like, number one, we try not to be an event-driven church. We try not to be a church that is focused on what's the next thing that we need to do. Because, um, again, I think that breeds like, okay, it's the staff's job to minister to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians says that uh, God gave um, the shepherds and the teachers and the um, all these other
0: evangelists and yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah,
1: to equip the church. And th- this is something that um, Chris Sherrod actually talked about um, in uh, at the men's event this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point the translation had a comma um, after um, to equip the um, church for the work of the, gospel it had a comma before four um so it sounded more like a list of things that the mm. um, church or that the these ministers these uh shepherds these whatever overseers yeah um that this was a list of things that they were responsible for and that's not the case it's that they were um gifted to equip the um church for the ministry of the gospel yeah um and and there's one other thing in the list, but I'm moving too fast in my brain. No,
0: you're totally fine. But
1: um, so, but the like the the idea being that um, it is our job as staff on a church mm-hmm. to equip people to to give people what they need, um, members of the body of Christ to give them what they need in order to do the ministry that God has called them to, mm-hmm. and we ourselves are members of the church so there are ministries that we do Mm -hmm. right but the point being that like um on a personal note Mm -hmm. i get a little sad every time my dad talks about um music um in the well especially in our church because he he talks about and we we use hymns i don't like I love mm. hymns. I don't I don't I think hymns are incredibly important for mm-hmm. the life of the church. Um if nothing else to connect us to the heritage that we have from before. But also they just they have really good words. Some of them mm-hmm. have really good music. Some of them some mm-hmm. of them have really bad music. Yeah. Um and that's just an opinion, but
0: But what is it that about um, when your dad mentions When my dad
1: it? mentions that it, it there's there's something inside of me that's like yeah, like, he's saying it like, I'm glad we're singing the songs that we're singing, but those aren't the songs that, like, are going to stick with me. The hymns are.
0: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> and I don't, like, it's not my goal to sing any of the songs that we sing. Um, it, For them to just be songs that younger people remember. Hmm. Um, I want all of the members of our church to be able to catch what the song is saying, whatever song we're singing is saying, mm-hmm. and for the truth of that to kind of be stuck in our heads because that's what music does. Mm-hmm. It something about melodies and uh, words together makes it where we we remember the words better because of the melodies that they're placed with and. I like the idea of people walking out of our service with a song stuck in their head. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's, it's much better if they walk out of our service with truth stuck in their head. But if the song can stick truth in their head, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, and so it may, the reason it makes me sad is that I feel like there are a lot of truths that we're saying in modern songs that I, I want to make sure that, um, my dad, has in his head Mm. anyway all that to say the reason that we do like music ministry like we you and I are very involved with um, music inside of the worship service Mm. and uh, we are we are in fact doing that ministry in some ways yeah but the goal of that ministry is to help people to take that tool of music home with them mm. um in, and be able to worship on their own but also lead in worship with their families and i'm not meaning that we need everybody to like uh learn the guitar um and be able to lead songs at you know their family campfires or anything like that that's not what i'm saying that's not that's not the goal But it's equipping still. But it's equipping still. It's giving you a tool to be able to use, you know, even if you're just humming along or singing with your kids um, with the songs that are on the radio uh, Mm -hmm. in the car. Because, of course, you're listening to KV&E in the car with your kids, right?
0: Well, not right now. They're listening to this. But when they turn this off, they're listening to KV&E.
1: right. But, uh, and they're going to have some of these songs on the radio, and you're going to be like, You know this one, we sing this one at church. And to be able to sing along, um, to be able to uh, drive the truth of what we're singing deeper into your soul, so that one day when you are alone and feeling alone,
0: plus you, excuse me,
1: um, you will be able to do that. So, anyway, all of that to say, I think that our church has done, um, has tried to be very specific in the way that we, um, approach the role of staff. And I'm, I'm saying that like our church has done this.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: not just our staff that has done this. Yeah, The leadership board has led in this. The uh, members of the church have, um, embraced this and they're, they're living this out to where, When we have, like, certain events or certain things, they are much better if they are led by members of the church Mm. because that means that then those members are passionate about um, what is going on. They reach out to their, you know, church community, but also just their community, and they say, like, this is what's going on. You know, this is how we need to – help get this done. And we as staff are trying to give them everything that they need in order to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of that's resources and some of that's counsel and some of that's uh, other things. But like you, um, I love that our church does it that way Mm -hmm. because it means that if I leave tomorrow, we're still going to South spring is still going to worship yeah. Um, we have equipped members of this church in, to not, uh, forget or yeah. not, not, uh, lose what worship actually is. Right. And yes, that there, there will still be music in the service, but yeah. that, that the service will be pointed towards a certain thing. Mm hmm. Um,
0: and I love that it's, it's like, and yeah, no matter who comes or who leaves, right? That it's like, from our big events like the uh, Highland Games, Scott Fest, yeah, um, to things like, I mean, church softball league, you know, and yeah. and different different yeah. things like that. It's like huge, big things that involve in the entire community and little things that involve very few of our congregations or a select number or congr-
1: congregants.
0: But yeah. it's like. There, when when people own it, the, I mean, those things tend to tend to thrive. And I love that we're a part of a church that helps empower other people to do that, because right. that because it really does feed into the the Great Commission, but also our mission that we are all ministers. Right. And I love that.
1: Yeah. And that's the that's the goal is that we are. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh,
0: and sorry. The other thing I was going to say, yes, teaching you know. and equipping, and then the other thing was. I think it it also just opens up a lot of freedom that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've, if you've got an idea and, and you've got the margin to make it happen, it's like there, there's resources and a team Mm -hmm. willing to come alongside you and, and try it out. And I think that's, that's awesome. Yes. I love that.
1: Yeah. the, the example that, um, Chris likes to use all the time is the Thomas ministry. Right. Whenever that was founded, um, them coming to him and, and being like, you know, I was frustrated because you didn't help us in this way. He's like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, no, how would you know how to, like, we're the ones who know what we, like, need. So we think that we need to start this ministry Um, to. Because we, have, because we understand. Because we understand. Because we know what the need is and because God has put this in our hearts, like, so then it became very, uh, easy for the staff to be like, what do you need? Right. Cause we want to make that happen. That's cool. Um, you are absolutely right that there's a need there. And you know, some people may not ever be touched by, I mean, prayerfully, um, you won't ever need to be ministered to by the Thomas ministry. Mm-hmm. Prayerfully your entire engagement with the Thomas ministry will be that you, Pray for and give money to the Thomas ministry. Yeah. But if you ever have a child with a chronic illness, um and uh or in foster and adoptive care, I think that's becoming part of that as well. Like you're gonna be really grateful that this ministry exists, that mm-hmm. God put this on
0: yeah, somebody's the hearts heart, of his people. Yeah. And that is awesome. I love that. Well and what a cool what a cool thing. And I, I love that we get to showcase some of those this weekend with um with Royal Family mm-hmm. and with um with Teen Reach Adventure Camp because those yeah, are things that are owned by
1: Tracy leaders in our church. Oh gosh. I'm gonna get his last name wrong. Um, Morgan. No, I think it's Campbell. But I could I could be very wrong about that shoot. I'm so sorry. Um and somebody's gonna know and they're just gonna
0: if you're anyway, mad, I'm send sorry. us an email.
1: Um, but at First Baptist, he, he this was something that was placed on his heart to mm. be involved with this track in RFKC. Oh, and I don't know if it was just RFKC at first or if it was both from the very beginning. But um, Sandy and Karen would be able to tell me. Um, but they, uh, you know, it it was a it was a passion that was put on one person's heart. Yeah, and it's turned into like so many people in our church that are. Mm-hmm. Are involved with it right now, or have been involved with it over the years,
0: or and who are members of our church who went through
1: it, through went through it. because yeah. We're going to hear about that. But like, and 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 the hope is that there will be many more who um, catch this passion and get involved and yeah, le- uh, take it on to the next generation. Like that, mm-hmm. um, that continues to go. And that's awesome. Anyway, that's that. That I think is what makes this so important yeah. is that it's not dependent on a person you know god has put this passion maybe on one person but that 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 fire inside of that person spreads and that um that's the way that the gospel gets taken yeah from one person to the next i mean it's why we referencing you know our Uh, christmas eve service really quickly Mm -hmm. if you haven't been to that that's why we do the candle lighting at the end Mm -hmm. that this is how the good news is spread from person to person you are handing this flame you know that you have received Mm -hmm. from christ you are handing it to the next yeah and the next and the next and
0: and it's so it's not only just a traditional thing it's not only a uh, festive thing. It is a symbolic yeah. gesture,
1: and it's something that I think needs to um, impact, uh, inform mm-hmm. um, the rest of how we are doing the Christian Christian walk. Yeah. So it, there's a lot there. I don't. I don't know if I answered all of the questions that you asked me. I yet. think you did.
0: And here's the thing. I mean, I know we said we started off with business, but yeah. I, I think this is great.
1: Good. Be encouraged.